G'day, this is Mark Rafferty, also known as Dr. Darcy Tyler on Neighbours. Alan Fletcher here, aka Dr. Carl Kennedy from Neighbours. It is Kim Valentine here, or Libby Kennedy from Neighbours. It is Jason Cruz here, also known as Nicholas Atkins. And you're listening to the award-winning Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast. The best podcast in the entire world. JK, Adam and Tim, thanks for taking me down memory lane. You are the best UK Neighbours that anyone could ask for. Welcome to the Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast, the award-winning podcast that sometimes about neighbours. Uh, I'm your host of sorts, JK. Today we have Adam with us and we have Tim. Hello. Tim, is this three weeks in a row now for you, Tim? I'm always here. You just don't see me. Yeah, only if we couldn't hear you as well. <laughs> Too easy. What a bit. <laughs> so we've watched episodes 4,129 to 33 on Vimeo. Neighbours UK fans forever. No, he still hasn't messaged me back. No, Misha Barton still hasn't messaged me Fucking back. Fucking hell, Misha. No, Delta Goodrum still hasn't messaged me back. No, the guy who shows up to play Jack Scully, he's not messaged me back either. Uh, oh, oh shit, I have got news for you about that. I completely haven't fucking told you. Oh, God, go on. Uh, one person who has messaged me back is Fletch, uh, but we'll talk about that after the pod. Uh, we'll get to that, Tim. Fuck. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. After the podcast, when you can't listen to it. Yeah, sorry, I completely forgot to tell you that. That was absolutely the lead story there. And I don't know why I didn't tell you that. I mean, <laughs> it's fine. That's good to know. That is good to know. Uh, so, at Watch Neighbor is our socials. If you want to keep your eye on what's going to happen with Fletch there. Now, now you know that there's something going on. So, this week, I am, I am the host of sorts. As you know, what a great job I do most of the weeks. But at this at this point, I might have to hand things off to Adam a little bit here because last week Adam finally had enough of me either not remembering, completely ignoring, misinterpreting stuff that happens while we watch Neighbours. So Adam came up with the great idea of doing a quiz to make sure if it is because I'm just not paying attention, if I don't understand social situations at all, or I'm I'm a just complete psychopath. I think that's what we'll discover today. Uh, so. Me and Tim are going to take part in this quiz that the quiz master Adam has put together. Right, I've, I've come up with <clears throat> I've come up with five questions because any more than that would be fucking mental. So we've got five questions. It's just on episode one because Tim's actually fucking watched an episode this week. He's told he's, he's told us he might have actually watched three. Um, so we'll see how that works as the rest of the podcast goes on. Sorry, uh, can I just interject as well? I do want to find that. There Tim- you go. Couldn't even get through anything. Like- <laughs> <laughs> Let's let's see how let's see this this absolutely brilliant thing that you felt the need to interrupt because we're off and running now. What <laughs> I can just feel like my balls being cut off every single time. Go for it. <laughs> I just want to say that Tim did watch this at work as well. So just so his employers know that. <laughs> we'll have to cut that. Never mind, Tim. <laughs> so before I was so rudely interrupted, I was going to actually ask you a question. Were you fucking paying attention this week? I was paying so much, possibly too much attention to what was going on. Have you still made notes? Because one of my um, rules last week was you can't look at your notes because you make a shitload of notes. They don't make sense anyway, let's be honest. But you can't refer to your notes during the quiz part, quiz part of this podcast. I will not refer to them. I've got the answers written out, ready to go on the next page. Oh, God, I'm going to have to Can't try and decode your going. fucking handwriting. This is going to be like fucking homework time at my actual job, decoding <laughs> the illiterate scratchings of a fucking seven-year-old. 
Okay. Are you both ready? So you're both going to write your answers down and you're going to hold them up after each question. All no, right. So this is just from the first episode, by the way. Um, there may be a picture around to follow. Uh, we'll see how that goes. That might involve showing you pictures or it might involve putting them on social media. But we'll do this part first. This is the main bit. So question one. It's a two-parter. No, it's not. This is the, this is a one-part one. Um, question one. How long is Flick going to New York for if... She gets the hotel job. I have an answer. I have a, also have an answer. And if you're both ready, hold up your answers. Sorry, everyone who can't see this because it's fucking audio. You have both put the same answer. You've both put six months. Both of you, interesting point. Both of you are using lined paper. Both of you chose to ignore those lines on said paper. I'm right, big thing. Rebels. <laughs> Um, the answer is right. It is six months. Well done to you both. One can, I give myself, can I give myself a tick there? If you want, yeah. If that's what least, it takes I've to get you through. Twenty percent. I'm I'm happy with that. <laughs> All right. Question two. This is a two-parter. What film does Boyd invite his new girlfriend to go and see when she's talking on the phone? And what is her name? Oh fuck. Uh, oh, son of a bitch. Uh, I think I've got this. She's got a name, and he's inviting her to go and see a film again. They've already seen this, apparently. I'm not sure about this. I've got answers, though. Okay, if you're both ready, hold them up. Sorry, everyone, again. You have both written the same answers. Interesting point here. Um, I've um, done a bit of handwriting training, (laughs) and you have to kind of look at what what the meaning is behind their handwriting. (laughs) Um, if you, you write do, all in capital letters. If you write all in capital letters, <laughs> you're a psychopath. You are actually a psychopath. <laughs> Either that, or it's like I need to get a sports car syndrome. It's, it's <laughs> like something to do with that. You're both right. It was Spider Man, and her name is Heather. Okay, now this is going to be shit if you both get them all right. <laughs> Next one is um, it's just one question, but it does require three answers to it. There's three things we want. So. What three things does Michelle suggest that her and Connor should do to make the most of the time before she goes away? Three things. Oh, man. Um... She's leaving. They want to spend as much time together as possible, but they want to make it worthwhile. What three things does she suggest? A little bit tongue-in-cheek, but still. This, everyone, is me filling while these two dickheads write shit down. (laughs) I am... Oh, I'm not going to get these. I've got answers. I remember seeing, but fuck. Do I get a bonus point if I can come up with what um, Connor suggested as one of them later on? Yes. (laughs) I only remember half of that. And you you can imagine which half it is. If you're not sure, Tim, just do what you and Grace would do if one of you was ever taken (laughs) away from each other. I imagine they're the same. I'll only write that down if you promise to read them out. (laughs) I'll read all the shit out. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) <laughs> not my answers these are the thoughts of you two not me oh man i can only remember one i'm losing points here this is it's, you get three points as well this so you can get one point at least and then you might still get something yeah i can't remember <sighs> tim this is dead air just fucking write shit down i've got the one that i can hold it up remember. hold up what you've got fucking hell this is hard to read 
<laughs> okay, so Tim, you just got one thing written down, but it is correct. So Tim wrote down hot air ballooning. Yeah, honestly, Jake, what the? F- I'm, you've got this wrong, surely. Tim, you got one point for hot air ballooning. Well done. Oh, yeah. Um, JK has written, and I am going to tell this to people. You have written down skydive dinner shag in that order. So he's got them all wrong. All wrong, yeah. Every single one. <laughs> Connor definitely said something about nude skydiving later on. That might have been a bit later. I might have missed that one myself. Uh, so, Tim, there you go. You just put one down. You were worried. You're in the lead now, pal. Well done. Okay. Next question. Um, and this is not me. I, I've got somebody else who's going to read this question out. <laughs> Okay. So listen very carefully. Um, one of our favourite characters at the moment, and one of our favourite people, let's be honest, at the moment, is um, the OG Summer Highland, Marissa Stilitano. She has very kindly um, given up some time in between watching the Eurovision fucking song contest to record <laughs> you a question. It is Summer Highland related. I'm going to play it. Hopefully it picks up on here okay. If it doesn't, we will cut this out and I will send it you separately. Here we go. What present does Summer give to Stu? And what colour is her bandana? No. <laughs> I had to do a bandana question. Oh, shit. So, uh, one more time. It was a two-parter. She wants to know what present does Summer give to Stu? And what colour is her bandana um, in the episode? Okay. Got it, I think. Second part of this is a guess. Yeah. Again, I'll give you two points for this if you get two, two right. Right, ready? Off you go. Oh, so you are both correct with the present, which is friendship bracelet. She made it herself. Mm -hmm. Um, And you are with the colour of the bandana. I mean, to be honest, that's key. Every episode, you should be looking what colour the OG's bandana is. Um, And in this episode, it was pink. Yes! Which means JK has pulled level. Exciting. Thanks, Marissa, for doing that. He's so relieved. Look at him. <laughs> okay, I th- that I think, to be honest, you're both going to get the last question. Is this question, is the next one number five? Yeah. Number five. The next question, I think you're both going to get right. So we will see. But I'm going to be specific with what the character says, okay? Because I'm going to be, I'm going to be harsh. It's, it's question five. So the question is, what is Joe Scully doing in his man shed? He calls it a man shed, even though it's a garage. I want to know what he says, though. If you don't get the wording right, no. Oh. <laughs> I have my answer. Um, I, I reckon Jay might have, have it, yeah. Okay. What have we got? Such a fucking odd thing to be doing in a yeah, shed. Oh, oh, okay. So you put slightly different wording. And I think I was clear. It was all about the wording. So he was, um, for some reason, he was sat on like a bucket or something and he was peeling potatoes. That's what, sofa. that's what, oh, was it? You that's lose a point. Doing. That's what he was doing. <laughs> However, JK has written peeling taters and Tim has written peeling spuds. Ah, One I... of those is right. Shit. Joe Scully said when he was asked what he was doing, he just gave a shrug. 
and went peeling spuds. Yes! Oh, wow. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I was trying to think, oh, fuck, what does paint call potato? <laughs> Shit. Peeling spuds. Peeling spuds. That's what he said. So, it was out of, I don't know how many in the end, there were five questions, and the person who got the most po- points at the end of that, even though he never fucking watches the episodes, <laughs> and he's very rarely on this podcast, it was Tim! Hey, well hey, done, hey. Tim! This is a science experiment that has proven the the theory. Um. It has. And now I am very intrigued. And we won't do it now because I know a lot of people want to know what we thought of the episodes and chat about storylines and shit that went on in our own personal lives, which is somehow related. Um, I do want to do the picture part of the quiz because I am intrigued to see what your motherfucking answers are going to be. <laughs> Let's do it. Hey guys, this is Marissa, the OG and the best of Summer Hoyland, and you're listening to the OG and the best Neighbours podcast, the Neighbourhood Rewatch. We're going to start with a good... This was what this was the pitch that made me think we're, go, we're going to do a picture round. So in the picture round, I'm going to send you a picture of a character, and I want to know what's... Either what's going on, or... What are they thinking? <laughs> okay. Yeah. The first one is definitely a what are they thinking? Okay. As as soon as we see it, Adam, you can you can describe it for people that are just listening, and then okay, we'll we'll later post these pictures on Instagram and places. Okay. But, so picture number one. Remember, this is a what are they thinking here? Nervous tension. Nervous tension. So it's from episode two. Luckily, you both watched. This. <laughs> right. Okay. So I've sent it to I've sent it to the group. Um it is a picture uh from episode two that we watched this week. We only watched five episodes, any more than that would be mental. This was episode two. Um it's a picture of Susan, who is fucking we'll get to the storylines and that, but she's kind of moved back in with Carl now, I think. Um and she's I think they've had dinner or something, and she's giving him a look. It's a look. It's a look that Tim. Oh, I'm, I'm, I might, I'm, I might be giving stuff away. Sorry. Right. What do we think that look? What is she thinking here? Have you written this down? I'm ready. Oh, I have to write it down. Oh shit. Sorry. Where were you for the last twenty minutes? <laughs> um, what is she thinking? If you can say it in just a few words, that's fine. Now, my, I've can say it in one word. One word is if, if it. Let's see. Are you? Are we ready, Tim? You ready? Ready. Go. Oh, okay. <laughs> similar. Similar. Very similar. Um. So, J.K. has written one word with a question mark. That word was shag. <laughs> um. Tim has written. Susan asked Carl if he, if he's been wanking a lot. Okay. <laughs> Very similar. Um. It was implied. It's very close, but I am. The question was, what are they thinking here? And I think she's kind of already asked the question, have you been wanking a lot? I think that look says, Shag? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the, the scene was, yeah, okay, I've, I've answered the question wrong, but the, the scene was leading to that. Oh, well, I yeah. think that, that look was. I'm going to give you this look rather than saying, have you been? No. And here's why, because she asks him before that, how are you relieving the tension? Yeah. (laughs) And he says, well, yeah, I've been quite a lot to be fair. 
And then she goes, <laughs> and then she goes, shut. So I, I, I you All know, right. I, I think you might be, I, I've got that, Tim, you've definitely got a point, but I am going to go with and give the actual point to <laughs> the man who's probably given that look more than anybody I'm else. Gonna, I was going to say, if I know that look, I know exactly what that says. <laughs> okay. All right. Number two. This one is more of a what's going on. Okay. This is a what's going on. So bear with me a second, everyone in podcast land. Uh, we'll cut this anyway. Who gives a fuck? Now we're, we're good at filling the space. Let's do it. Okay. So to the group, remember what's going on here? <sighs> oh, I know this. I know. Lots of stuff. Fucking pink bandana. Shit. There it is, Tim. There it is. So in this picture this time, like Tim said there, there is a pink bandana, which can mean only one thing. It is um, Summer Highland. Um, she's at home with her brother Boyd. Um, she's sat on the sofa. Boyd is on the phone in the picture. What we got? Hold them up. When you are ready, JK has written, about to eat vodka jelly. And Tim has written, oh, gee, he's about to eat the vodka jelly. You are both correct. Um, Boyd has just found out on the phone um, from his dad, who's gone, who's just rang up to see if they're okay. And he's gone, no one's eating that fucking vodka jelly, are they? And, he, and Boyd's gone, oh, shit, yeah. Someone's about to eat the vodka jelly. So you both get a point for that one. Keep track of your own scores, because I have lost interest in that part. <laughs> um, okay. So the next one is a, it's a what are they thinking? It's a what are they thinking again uh, with one of the characters. As I say, these are from episode two. Hopefully you've not got confused, Tim, by watching three fucking episodes. I'm sure that has blown your tiny mind a little (laughs) bit. Um, So what are they thinking? Ah, fuck, this is specific. Oh, that's the sound of my message coming through. (laughs) Um, so on this picture, oh. it's a picture of Stephanie Scully. She is at the pub. I'd be really intrigued to know like what the answer to this is because she's not really got much of an expression on her face. Not that yet, Jay. I can see it. Um, she's not got much of an expression on her face, and I can remember a few things that they talked about. Okay. So, fuck. Tim is already right. trying to find excuses. I know. I'm, I, after the first one, I'm not going to excuse it anymore. Um, fuck but what do you think? Um, right, I'll, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm writing something. I can't remember a character's name, but I know how to describe him. Nah, there's thinking time. People understand. Right, I'm ready. Okay, put me in the air like you just don't care. Okay, so, okay, different answers. So, JK has written, I'm alone and old. <laughs> so, that, that was the start of the scene. Well, he's doing just his own... by the sounds of it this has become a diary of some kind (laughs) and Tim what was your sorry again it says hang on there you go it's okay it says OG's dad what's his name (laughs) okay Um, different in that scene scene, I think Tim's right in that scene it was quite a long one or it came back a couple of times yeah I think both those things were kind of covered covered, but that um, look there is one where Libby has clocked the fact that all of a sudden, Max and Steph are kind of getting along a little bit better. And maybe and maybe he isn't as annoying and isn't as bad or as ugly as Steph kind of originally thought. 
And Steph's look on face there is shag. <laughs> <laughs> it, that's a kind of you might be right. You're onto something. Um, so I'm going to give that point to Tim. He was the closest with that, pretty close. Um, with what I thought there as well. Uh, she's fa- she's got a little smirk on her face, and I don't know many alone old people who have got a smirk like that one. So, um, what are we up to? Number nine. Number four. Number four. Okay, this one is a uh, what's going on with them. Okay, what's going on? So. <laughs> Uh, so we need we need like an official jingle. This feels like an old Ricky Gervais thing. Like, oh, what's going on? <laughs> um, okay, what's wrong? What's going on? Oh, fucking. Oh. <laughs> so for those people who um, I haven't sent that to, which is all of you cunts, um, the picture is Lou, and he's in the pub. So what? What's going on? I'm trying to remember when this was. I've got my answer. I don't need I, for this one. It doesn't have to be exact. I just want a kind of general. What's going on? Oh balls! Come uh, on, Tim. Have we got an answer? Nearly. JK's got an answer. By uh, the way, we watched all these episodes on Vimeo now. Um, pretty good. If you can get on there and you want to join in some of this quiz fun, um, get yourself on there. Watch a few of the episodes with us. Might be quite nice. Uh, if you ever want to comment on any of the episodes, let us know what you think of him. Or if JK has completely missed something that you've spotted, fucking tell us. He loves that. He loves it when people point out his faults, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in no way confident that this is the, the right moment. Okay, we're almost, we're almost done. What have you got for number four? What was going on? Sorry for the length of this. That's what she said. So No, she didn't. What has JK <laughs> written? JK has written, Lou is asleep. While working, looks like he struggled to spell the word working there, as he <laughs> is ill. That never happened. Um, and Tim has put, Lou's just been told vodka shots are bad, brackets, they look like they're kid-friendly. Okay. I'm looking at the person who's just leaving, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to remember the scene. He was never oh. asleep, though, was he? If I mean... Here's the thing. The the person in the background just happened to be in the background. They were not in my thoughts when I took this picture. Okay, well um, my my reaction my answer would be Lou is fucked. <laughs> that was my answer. Um he's fucked because we'll get to it, Tim. Don't worry, we'll get to it. He's very ill at the moment. There's something wrong with him, and he's not been sleeping, he's drained. Yes, you are right about the vodka jellies, but I think at this point he is ill, and that is the current storyline with Lou. So, unfortunately, I'm going to have to give the point to JK, our host of sorts, for that one. In no way making excuses, I don't care, but I'm curious. At what point was this in the storyline, though? Because he's ill the whole time. He is ill the whole time, and I was going to take a picture of, of him just coughing, but I found that tricky. So I took the one when he was stood, uh, sat in his office with his head in his hands. And I, I hate to say it again, but Lou is fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Point to JK. Okay. So there's one left. Um, <laughs> is this going to work? Hang on. Yeah, we've got one left. Um, and I want you in this one to tell me what's this character thinking? I think. Yeah, it's what. what's this character thinking? This is the last one. 
we're all in deep thought here. He's good. Thor. I don't know what the scores are. I think he might even be quite... He might even be on the same. I've only got one wrong in this picture round. I think Tim's only got one wrong in the picture round, has he? Oh, no, he's got two. Tim, you need this. Yeah, I'm not getting this right. If you get this, Tim, I think you might <laughs> win overall. If you don't get it, I think JK is tied, and I will come up with a fucking tiebreaker. Nah, Jay's winning this one. Okay, I've got my answer. Okay, Jonathan, yeah. what have you got? I've put Shag, question mark, or <laughs> both Lou and Harold. Okay. Tim has put, I want to get rimmed and banged like by Lou and Harold. <laughs> so very, very similar. Very similar. Again, However. I fear there's something specific in this scene that might I, separate us, but I don't know what it is. Well, here's the thing. I would have accepted, and I was ready to offer the point to, I, was, I wasn't thinking rimming, Tim. I'm not going <laughs> to. If, if someone had just put the word shag question mark, I was ready to go, yes. <laughs> However, the fact that he's added extra has made me think you are misinterpreting this scene a little bit and you don't know what you're fucking talking about. She <laughs> no longer wants both of them. No. she Because she yeah. is very clear yeah. about the fact that her and Lou are not compatible. She, it's hard work and it shouldn't be that hard. What she is a little bit more sure about, though, is the jealousy, the green-eyed monster that has appeared, in the fact that Harold has now started dating this other bitch. She wants a bit of jolly old Harold. So if you just put Harold, yeah, shag, I would have accepted it. <laughs> but you've said Harold and Lou. I'll give you half a point each because I'm not all bad. Thank you, thank you. Half a point. Well, half it gets me over the line, so I win the pitch round. You do win the pitch round. Tim won the other round. I will come up with something at some point to decide which one of you is the bigger idiot. <laughs> you know what? I'll just do it off my thoughts at the end of this podcast. <laughs> thank you very much that, for that, Adam. No worries. Thanks for joining in. That was very enjoyable. Uh, Sorry, everyone to... else. <laughs> <laughs> thanks to Marissa as well. Uh, she wanted to get involved. Yeah. Glamorous assistant. Uh where the fuck did we pick up from there? What storyline? We've, we've kind of touched on all the storylines there. Which one do we want to talk about first? Well, you can look at your notes again now and decide. Look at notes again, yeah. You oh. are free to look at your notes, sir. Well, I I only watched, like, I, had, I think I had about three minutes left of the third episode. So I need to know, is Lou dead by the end of episode five? No. So you're not listening during the quiz. Lou is fucked. Right. <laughs> we didn't get to the end of episode five. He might be dead. I am slightly worried about Lou in the fact that this could be more of an illness than just the cough. Right, stop. (laughs) Of course it's more of an illness than just a fucking cough. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a fucking storyline, would it? And they wouldn't keep going back to it. It wouldn't be a bone-rattling, lung-shaking cough. They wouldn't keep recommending he goes to the fucking doctors. They'd just go... Have some lockets or a bit of a lem sip or something, pal. And he'd go, Oh, yeah, cheers. He's purposely, he doesn't like going to the doctors or the hospital. He's being grouchy old Lou who won't take advice. He's worried about his health a little bit and he keeps it to himself, like, you know, most fucking men do, I suppose. Fucking masculine cunts. Um, cry, it's okay. Boys get sad too. Um, 
I cannot believe that in your mind you kind of think this might not just be a cough. You know, the the, an- the answer to this is like within the first like three seconds of his first scene in episode one, it's like, <clears throat> oh well, he's, he's ill. Because why the fuck they don't cough normally? No. But even if it was just a cough, whoever the reaction was was like, "Oh, that's bad." That sounds like a bad cough. I like like it that Tim's watched them this week because sometimes I think, (laughs) even just for a second, sometimes I think, "Oh, have I made a mistake?" Sometimes I do. (laughs) No, Timmy's right there to go. No, it's you're quite correct, which is nice to have. (laughs) Loose fucked. Yeah, he could be, he could really be fucked at this point. Uh, got broken, broken chest, broken heart, potentially because no. Adam was like, "Does that work?" Uh, no, really, but I'll just let it flow anyway. It's fine. <laughs> if that no, was my not... face. You would have won on the pitch around there because I was like, <laughs> "No, nah, let it go," because I've already given him enough shit. It's like it wasn't the shag. It wasn't that face. He was he was looking for the brain dead can't walk of this storyline, but it's uh, it wasn't quite there. I think the one for this one is lung cancer lose fucked is is what it is for this time. <laughs> Shit, are they really going to do a lung cancer storyline? Fuck, it's a, it's a really bad cough. I know <laughs> it's not though, is it? <laughs> it's all the time though. It is all the time, and it keeps on interrupting things. Uh... Because Rosie's trying to break up with him because she has realised that she doesn't want Lou anymore and that she does want Harold because Harold's Harold's got a piece now. He's got Ruby and they're off doing... Um, they're going to do some sort of trip for a couple of weeks. I can't what, remember what the trip was. This would have been a good question, but I think this was like episode three or four. What's the trip there going on? It's a uh, charity trip thing, isn't it? Kind of, yeah. Like, um, like volunteering, helping something or other. Is it a church they're going to? It's a fostering thing that they're going to. I was going to say homeless, but yeah, fostering. Same thing. (laughs) So yeah, Harold's all happy with Ruby at the moment, and Rosie's fucking fuming about this. She talks to her best mate, Lynn. They're fucking best mates now. She's best mate, absolute fucking bezo mates. And she's like, yeah, you need to tell Lou that you don't want him anymore, and that you want Harold. You need to be truthful. And she goes to do it, but gets interrupted because Carl comes in and goes, if you got lung cancer, and sounds like, like you're fucked, mate. <laughs> sounds like you're fucked. I mean, I was just having a bottle of wine in the back. I heard you cough, and sounds like you got lung cancer. And he's like, "No, no, I'm fine." Anyway, Rosie's about to say something, and but before Rosie does break up with him, he starts getting all. He's like, "Oh shit, maybe I've got lung cancer. I better make a move on Rosie before I go." Starts starts trying to woo her a little bit again, uh, especially after because this is after the vodka jelly thing as well, which we'll get to. We'll get to that too. Fucking hell. So she doesn't quite say it, but Lynn thinks that Rosie has said this and that Rosie has broken up. So Lynn, the fucking idiot that she is. Lynn is a fucking idiot. She does that classic thing of, I'm going to keep talking here now, even though what I'm saying is clearly not registering with you at all. It is clearly not right. And I'm way, way out of my boundaries here. I should not be saying any of this. I'm going to keep talking and make it pretty obvious that your girlfriend is going to dump you. See, up until that last sentence about girlfriend going to dump you, I thought you were talking about me. What do you mean? Because <laughs> you, you take the words, you, you put the word JK in the front of those sentences and that just sounds like you're talking about me. Going, I'm just going to carry on talking, even though it's not registering. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so Lou's 
Lou's got an idea at this point, so and then Lou's like, oh, fuck, I've put my fucking foot in it, I've not Rosie, and she's like, yeah, I'm going to have to tell him now. So she does, and he's like, oh, okay, well, you know, I'd rather be friends with you than, than not friends. So. No, I th- didn't, isn't that what she said? No, he does say that, he does say that, because I remember watching it thinking, no, fuck <laughs> you, fuck <laughs> you, like- bitch. That is not a thing, and that is not a line people say. No fucking chance. <laughs> Delete everything burn whatever's left <laughs> no we're not fucking pals i've got pals fuck you yeah, just me just just a bit of personal pain what do we think <laughs> <laughs> no it never works it never works friends afterwards does it really there were a, f- a few lines in the nearly three episodes i watched where i'm like even if that is a thing that someone might say you can f- i I'm not just putting it down to bad acting. You could just tell it's fucking bullshit. I'll, I'm, I'll let you know of another one if it comes up. Thanks, Tim. Uh, what are your thoughts on what are your thoughts on Rosie at this stage? Because I, I, we ate her. We know that. We all do. I'm not. What a fan are your of thoughts? Either. This is next level shit. She, she only wants Harold now because she can't have him. She made his life fucking miserable. She basically told him it's never gonna happen, mate. Fuck you. I'm shagging your best mate. Now she quite wants a bit of Harold. She's telling Lou to fuck off, even though he's fucked himself. She's a reverend? What the fuck? I don't understand the appeal of her anyway. Why are they both trying to shag her? Because she's the only one of their age on the show. <laughs> and, Darcy, and Darcy's shagging the other one, so... <laughs> <laughs> you just get the crumbs off his table. It's opportunity for a gay storyline there, but they were in the wrong decade, weren't they? Hey, oh, yeah. if, if that was now, 2023 neighbours, fucking hell, they'd have, they'd have a field day. Harold would be a woman, and yeah. Harold and Lou would be together, guaranteed. Quite possibly. One last little thing on 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 Lou. So he confides in Carl later on. Like he does go to see him, but it's more about rather than the the lung cancer. It's more about the broken heart. And he has a good old chat with Carl about it, and then Susan comes back, and Lou's like, "Right, I'm going to get off now." And you're like, you know, Susan's here, whatever. And Susan goes, "Don't really fucking like Lou." And it was just really, just really odd to just forget. I don't like him. He's a bit. Well, she's she's still getting a memory back, isn't she? She's said this a few times since she's been fucking 12. Like, she doesn't trust him. And I get why, because he is a dodgy dealing guy. Like, she says, oh, he's got a, he's a, he seems like a bit of a used car dealer. And I think Lou was a used car dealer once upon a time. And he's just that dodgy guy. He's always got scams on the go. Like, he'll do anything to, like, he'd sell his own grand for a fiver or whatever. He's got that kind of feel. She doesn't know that he's done all these nice things. Like, try and kill his daughter a few times, try to shag his mate's wife. She new doesn't pod- know any of that stuff. New podcast idea every week. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it was a bit weird that she said it at that point, but she has said it a few times. Do you think they're going to pay that off at any point? Yeah, I think in the end, Lou will do something nice and Susan will like him. Logical, and it? it'll be the smallest of things. <laughs> Maybe something if if Susan and Carl renew their vows or anything, I think Lou will help in some way or be a part of it in some way, and she'll go, he's not a bad guy. Hopefully look forward to that in the future. Uh, oh, what should we talk about next? Should we talk about the OG? Always. She's fucking brilliant. She's yeah, really good in some of these episodes. It's, she's in quite not, she's in quite a bit these these couple of episodes. It's not just because she's awesome and she's been on our show. She's honestly she's the probably one of the best things on the show at the moment, I would think. Yeah, she get like when I was listening what she's actually done 
these five episodes. It's fucking loads. It's done fucking yeah, loads, and it's a range. It is. It is. It, she it, won't it, remember any of it, like. But it's, it's, it's <laughs> a lot there. So it starts off. She finds Bob. Bob's been missing for a little while. Bob, and she's like, found Bob here. She brings him back, and she's like, "Yeah, just fucking keep him." And she's like, "Brilliant, got a dog now. This is fucking great." He Come never on. actually says you can keep him, which is no. a great little bit because she yeah. says, "Oh, Stu gave him me." He didn't. Yeah, he didn't say that. No. I think he said keep hold of him for a little while because a bit longer. I think was what. It was. Yeah, it was like you can go and play with him. It was something just as simple like that. But in her mind, she was like, "Fucking got a dog." Cheers. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure though. Like as far as a dog owner is concerned, this is completely unrealistic because it's the next day that she's still got him. Oh yeah, she's had him for a while. Why are the questions not being asked about where this dog is now? <laughs> busy. Like, oh, well. They've all got things going on, and she's like fucking taking advantage yeah because we'll, we'll get to what we'll get to Stu in a bit we'll get to that Tim don't worry uh, so she comes back she goes got a fucking dog now boy check this out and then also just goes oh you've not shagged your girlfriend yet have you fucking virgin <laughs> <laughs> pretty much <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> and then boy the boy's meant to be looking after Max is at the pub because he owns half the pub now so he's working late got, he's on the late shift so boy's meant to be at home looking after and Summer's just gone out with, with Bob for the night and she's put a load of makeup on as well because she's made a little friendship bracelet for Stu to say thank you for giving her Bob. It's uh, not just that. It's though. not just that though. It's no, no, it's not actually. Just that. Actually, everything you just said was be- it was leading to the little thing with what's his name, the makeup as well. I mean, everything comes down to something mm-hmm. that you know we, we we need to keep watch because <laughs> for the reverse. It goes both ways, Tim. <laughs> there is a there is a stark case of reverse pedoing going on right here. I, I feel really bad for her though. She does she does such a good job. It's like Are you telling me, Tim, you don't like the reverse pedoing storyline. No, I'm saying that I do, but it's like <laughs> it's, it's, I'm not sure which one's worse. <laughs> no, no, I love it. It's my favorite. <laughs> More of it, please. <laughs> you know what, though? Let, let me nerd out for a second, because I don't often get to do this, because I've actually watched it. Fair I point. think that OG Summer's possibly like one of the best creations as a neighbor's character, because she's a little bit god mode on one hand, because you've got this character that's literally walking through a show, calling bullshit, and filling the gap everywhere she goes. Most shows don't have that that thing. But then she's also a fucking brilliant character in, in her own right. So when... I think you're right. You know, like, because everyone's kind of got their storylines going on. Like, oh, Harold's doing a bit with Lou at the minute, or Carl's doing a bit with Susan at the minute. Summer Goat can go wherever she wants in between all these other storylines and do a little bit, and it's it's seamless, really. Like, she, whatever yeah. she does, just kind of adds a little dimension to something else. She's in about four people's storylines, as well as having her own shit going on. She's in about four people's storylines during these episodes. It's really clever. Yeah. It is very good because she's at Stu's house, hiding under the table. Waiting for him to sit down. It's brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) But because Stu and Flick are fucking arguing because Flick's decided that she wants to fuck off to America for six months. Yeah, I paid attention. Six months. Six months, right? Yeah. And so Stu's like, what are you doing hiding under the table? Get out. So next morning... Uh, she's, she, she gives her the present, and she's like, right, fine, whatever, I'm having a bat with Flick here, whatever. Next morning, coffee shop. She's like, have you opened your present yet? He's like, no, no, I've not opened it yet. She's like, well, fucking open it now. He's like, oh, it's a friendship bracelet. And she puts it on him straight away, just straight on, on clasps clasp, it onto him, and goes, there we go. It's the ages to make this. Do you want a coffee? The next morning. It's the next day, yeah. Yeah, she's, the next day, she yeah. She says, like, yeah, I think it is. 
It's, Why has he got it in his back pocket? It made no sense. You just got they're the things you just got to go with, Tim. <laughs> that was one of them where you've just got to go with it. Yeah, she's like, Do you want a coffee? Like she's buying this guy a coffee, yeah. like a, a coffee in the morning. But then she, and then she goes, but she knows exactly what his coffee drink is. Yeah. She knows his order oh, and man, orders herself a hot chocolate. I feel so bad. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's really nice, but also really sad at the same time. It's a little it's a little bit heartbreaking, I think. Yeah. Because she, yeah. she tried it with Drew. Drew died. She tried it with Darcy, shagging some old bird. Now she's trying it with Stu, shagging Holly Valance. She's proper trying her best here. Um, I think it's really good. Respect to Marissa as well. Like, there's there's no overacting or, like, she's not, like, giving him a look at any moment. She's just being nice to him and she wants him to be nice back that's all that's all there is to it honest (laughs) it's good because it's funny but it's all is that a little bit heartbreaking as well yeah max comes in is like why are you wearing that fucking makeup again oh Um, that's horrible as well yeah like she's tried she's put she's done her own makeup bless her He doesn't it's look not that, that bad. bad. No, he looks fine. <laughs> You've had worse. <laughs> I've seen grown women with worse makeup than that. My, he gets she he gives her an, a proper bollock in front of everybody though, doesn't he? In the coffee shop, yeah. mm. not nice. Not nice at all. And so she screams, "I hate you!" At him, which is valid. I'm on, yeah, valid because he's a fucking shit dad, Max. Um, he does apologise the next day, but then he has a bit of a go. At, does he have a go at Boyd at this point? I can't quite remember now. So I think he has a go at Boyd for not quite looking Boyd's supposed to be there looking after her and he isn't really he's looking after off. her because he's off trying to shag Heather. He grounds him, doesn't he? Ah, yeah, yeah. he grounds him. Grounds him. Uh, so, yeah, he's ground. Max is back and working the night shift at the pub again. Uh, he rings Boyd to check that Boyd's at home. He's like, yeah, yeah, we're at home. I'm not sneaking out fingering Heather or anything. He's like, where's Summer? He's like, Summer's right here. She's just eating a vodka jelly. He's like, fucking what? He's like, yeah, yeah she's, got- <laughs> she's just on these vodka jellies. Is she yet? No, no, she's about to fucking stop her. But it was it was very quickly stopped. I thought Summer was f- fucked here. Eh? Yeah, I I thought that's where the storyline was going. Yeah. He was he was gonna look down and she's already had like six. <laughs> yeah, she's or, been nailing him. Or it's like as he stops her and goes, oh, 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 oh. And then but then she's like, I've already had like nine of them. Like, yeah. <laughs> you might have stopped that one. <laughs> that would I you know, I would like to say pissed up OG Summer. <laughs> just get just calling everyone out even more so on their bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Yeah, because it doesn't really ring true because then Max and Lou were like, Oh no, the fucker chellies are a terrible idea. Rosie, you're right. Yeah, that was literally the end of it, like Nobody actually ever had a vodka jelly you shouldn't have. Yeah, but somehow that was the realisation. Oh my God, she could have had one bite of a vodka jelly. Yeah. Like, yeah. if she'd got absolutely pissed and fucked up on it, then fair enough. One of them I, probably would have messed her up a little bit. She's a skinny little girl like me. It it wouldn't have taken much. True. I got drunk on aftershave when I was a baby. <laughs> what? What do you mean? <laughs> Oh, the insertion of that was fucking brilliant. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah, so my mum used to tell me this story. So apparently when I, maybe not a baby, but like definitely a toddler. Maybe not a baby, maybe it was, it was two <laughs> weeks ago. <laughs> apparently I just like, I don't know. Drank some aftershave. Yeah, I just drank a whole bottle of aftershave and got really pissed off it. Cause Fuck me up now, man. What the f- Pissed or dead? No, just piss. Just it's just a nice piss, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of a buzz. 
yeah just a bit of a buzz going on yeah um but yeah i did i, I think i had to have my stomach pumps i can't remember a just a nice buzz but you had to go to hospital and get your stomach pumped what the fuck are you saying which which is it <laughs> Anyone who's done underage drinking has gone, nice buzz, nearly died. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think I had to have my stomach pumped, but I did have to go see the doctor and I think he just got me a kebab. I don't know. <laughs> G'day, this is Mark Rafferty, also known as Dr. Darcy Tyler on Neighbours. And you're listening to the award-winning Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast. Though I'd like to know what awards they won. They didn't tell me. Talk about flicking students. We've, we've skirted around this a couple of times now. So last week we left it. Flicks decided, fuck this. I'm off to New York. Bit bored of Stu. Off I go. Stu is understandably pretty fuming about this. And he's trying to talk Flick around going, no, we've only just got together. Why do you think it's a good idea for you to go away for six months? And she's like, no, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. And he's like, it fucking won't be fine. So they have a little argument about that. Come back to him. They're still arguing. He's like, you're going to go to New York. You're, you're Hollywood Lance. You're smoking hot. You're New York guys. You're going to forget. Stew who is what you're going to say eventually. This was, this was one of the ones I mentioned earlier when there's like a, a line that, yeah, some people might say to each other in a super corny moment, but this is so disingenuous. And like, you can tell that they, they've only just got together and it's basically just really into shagging her. So he doesn't want to be like, Oh, I love you. Let's get married and spend the rest of our life together. So when he says, we're soulmates, I'm like, calling bullshit. Bullshit. You just and, want this, to and this is Tim saying this, everybody. So fuck me. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. How many times have you said soulmates, Tim? I, honestly, I don't think I've ever said that. It's fucking disgusting. Fucking hell. Why? Grace is your soul. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I won't well, deny call it. her right now and tell her she's your soulmate, please. <laughs> won't deny it if, if put upon with that question. Just to, he's been shagging her for a fucking week to look her in the eye and go, we're soulmates. Fuck you. It's a bit cheesy. Just all you need to do, just bang her as much as you physically fucking can until she leaves. You'll be bored of her by the time she goes. That's one way of looking at it, to be fair. But I don't think Stu wants to see it that way. He's he's, he's trying everything. He's, you know, he's trying to guilt her. He's trying to uh, make her feel angry. Guilt her. <laughs> 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 he's trying he's trying all the angles here he's trying to be angry he's trying to be soppy he's trying to he's trying, he's trying to kill her and then yeah. kill her. what what do you two think are you, are you on his side or hers the thing you got to always remember in a, in a scenario like this it's <sighs> holly valance is smoking hot <laughs> so whatever you can try and do it'll come across desperate and it'll come across needy but you gotta remember holly valance is smoking hot so here's the thing with this storyline as well, though. Like she, at the start of this, she is saying something like, "Oh, you know, um, I'm, it's it's a long shot, and I don't know if, you know, I've only been working at a hotel for so long. It's unlikely that I'll get it, but you know, it'd be great. I could go and look after Shell when she goes. So yeah, I'm gonna go for it. Then she kind of comes home to the Scullies and goes, "I'm coming to New York with you, Michelle. Yeah. I'm fucking coming. Don't worry, I'm coming with you, bitch." Because Michelle's like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna have to go now." She hasn't got the job at this stage. No. We only find out later on in the pub, Chloe, um, who's doing some, some stuff with Darcy. We'll get to that, though, Tim. Chloe goes, you really serious about having that job? And Flick goes, that job I've already fucking told everyone I've got. <laughs> yeah, that one. She says, oh, you can have it. And Flick Just goes, like oh, fucking brilliant. Just like that. Just like that. I think this is the thing that annoys me about Flick the most. Because she is, as Adam pointed out, smoking fucking hot. Everything comes to us so fucking easy. So right. fucking easy. I think you're right. And 
ordinary like you say that and ordinarily I'd go, yeah, bullshit. And Tim would go, that's just fucking neighbors. That's fucking lazy or whatever. He'd probably get on his eye off about it. However, <laughs> I'm going to say this now. People might not like what I'm about to say. I'm going to say it. That's true. That's real life. If you are smoking hot, you get whatever the fuck you want. And it's bullshit. And unfortunately, that's how the world is. And it shouldn't be, but it is. If you are attractive, male or female, this isn't me having a go at Holly Valance. Male or female, if you are attractive, you get whatever the fuck you want. It doesn't matter if you're a fucking idiot. If you're a horrible person, if you are attractive, you will have money and success and all the bells and whistles, and it's bullshit. And it's a shame that that's how the world is. Jay's sat there thinking, "What? Why am I not rich?" <laughs> the theory mustn't be correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was just for a second. He was like, <laughs> "Exception to the rule, right there." <laughs> Yeah, because she's passed the driving test straight away. Since she goes, how how has she done this? Because she's she fucking. Keeps... Thank you, Tim. You can't see it on air because it's audio. Tim has done the reason how she passed the driving test. I'm not going to say what he did. That's up to you guys. <laughs> yeah, she's literally had like three lessons with Stu in his U. Yeah, he did. She passed the driving test. She's like, yeah, brilliant. And then does he even interview for this job? Just says, yeah, Chloe, I want to do this job. And Chloe goes, you really want to do it? She goes, yeah, sure. Well, you've got the fucking job then. Brilliant. Just just like that. Oh, let's get some fucking champagne in as well while we're at it. Let's have some fucking champagne. Bullshit. But is that but then again on the other side, is that Flick's fault? Would you know if if you were that smoking hot, would you take advantage of all those opportunities? It's not her <laughs> fault, but I think she plays up to it a great deal. She isn't like like there you go. Here's another one. Delta Goodrim is smoking hot. But in this, she doesn't know it. She's shy. I've said it before, a lot of the time she has a ponytail. Other times she wears a cardigan and she pulls that sleeve over her hand. She does not know she's smoking hot, even though she is. That's the good, that, 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 that's the best kind of person, I think. Smoking hot, but doesn't know it. So that's the difference, is that Blake knows it, Delta Goodrum doesn't. And Delta Goodrum is genuinely talented with her songs. I don't know if you've heard Born to Try, Tim, but it's fucking mint. <laughs> um... At this stage, this isn't Holly Valance. We're just doing Flick Scully at this stage. She's done fuck all. Literally nothing. Come on. Bullshit. Don't you also just hate those people, though? This is a real-life example more than Neighbours. The people who are super attractive and get everything handed to them, and they fucking deserve it. They're fucking talented, intelligent, fucking gorgeous people. Fuck those people. It, 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 I know what you're saying. It winds me up, but the same, like, so I'll, I'll do the run and blah, 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 <coughs> and then afterwards I go... Fair enough. I will do that. I'll begrudgingly go, fair enough. And it does happen a lot because, again, I think the most attractive people are dickheads. <laughs> Just Present think, company accepted. You think of some famous people and you think, oh, it'd be really cool to sit down and have a conversation with those people because they'd be really interesting. But then you think, mm, they're not human. They're, they're not like me. They have No everything. one's like you, Tim. Fucking hell. <laughs> That's why we're lucky on this show with our guests that we've had. They've all been super attractive and super nice people. Yeah. Everything. And then also we've had Jason Cruz on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not having this, this Jason fashion. We need to get him back on. This. It's just that I think it's a new. I think it's a new gag for the show. To be <laughs> uh, so Stuart Flick, they've decided she is going because since she has gone to New York, uh, that they're going to have a little camping trip away to, to enjoy their time together. So they're driving off. And they're driving. They're driving down. What a fucking camper van! Where did that come from? Did we not? Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Who he's got. I'm assuming just they're like, oh, she's from the country. He owns a camper van. But he doesn't. 
You've been driving a limo for the past month, and all of a sudden they've got a fucking camper van. Makes no sense. Maybe the maybe the limo, maybe something's wrong with the engine, and he's had to get rid of it, and then Matt traded it. Maybe. I was going to say, what the fuck is J.K. rocking up with next week? That's the question. Oh, I, I've got yeah, I've got a new car in the works. Shagging wagon. <laughs> we'll get to that, don't worry. We'll get to that. <laughs> so you know what I could see him driving. You you know what you're driving. Uh, you know the um, you know in Dumb and Dumber the car that's a dog. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and you can call it the shagging wagon <laughs> so they're driving along Flick's driving Stu's falling asleep she's like you've fallen asleep he's like no I'm just resting my eyes and she's like okay well I'm going to go crash now so she goes crash and they end up on the edge of a cliff teetering over on the edge of a cliff so Stu's like right fucking hell Flick you get out first slowly get out the back get out the back so she does she gets out the back Dives really dramatically on the floor. There's no way she can jump that far. She definitely did her own stunts, though. <laughs> definitely and did as she jumps out of the car, I'm thinking that's what causes it to flip over. And Stu, still in the camper van, tumbling, tumbling over. I might have made this up. I think it hits a tree <laughs> at this point as it lands, then explodes. Doesn't explode. Um, oh, it flies everywhere. It doesn't explode because then he'd be dead. And he doesn't die off the back of this, I don't think. So, no. But then Flick's like, "Stew, Stew," and that's the cliffhanger that we get. Literal the- cliffhanger. Literal cliffhanger. That Stew is hit a tree and it's on fire now. He's not so- on fire. He <laughs> tumbled over though. It was like full on Fast and the Furious, like the camper van tumbled <laughs> over, proper smashed up. It lands. Um, right side up, but the wheel uh, windows are all smashed up and everything. The back's fallen off. He's. I, I, I'm. I'm going to say it, Stu is fucked. <laughs> Actually, I've got, I think I know exactly why they've got a camper van now. <laughs> they probably wanted to smash the limo up and went, nah, I don't think we've got the money to do that. Limo company said they want this car back. Have we got an own fucking camper van we can smash up? Yeah, I've got tons of those. Because they proper fucking so smash it up. Stu is fucked and that camper van is fucked. But Flick's just fine. Look, Always honestly, is. She's attractive. Fucking lands on her feet. I, oh, fuck yeah, off. Honestly, next episode, I wouldn't be surprised if she just kind of dusts herself off and just walks off. Yeah, and then shags someone else the week after. <laughs> and then fucks off to New York. Writes kiss, kiss. See you later, dickheads. <laughs> Talking to the scullies. Yep. So... Shell is obviously going to New York. Do you think she's she's going, or do you think Flick's going to be the only one to go to? <laughs> Good question, Adam. That's a really great question. I figured I figured that's the way it's it's going to go. But is it is it going to be like Shell will go, but immediately come back, or or is she done as well? I can't. I don't. Really I can't remember. I Flick. I think he's going. Mm. I think I think Michelle's going to go as well because. They've had the bit of a send-off. They've had the meal. They've done the nice speeches about her. Joe's done the nice speech and everything. He's so proud of her and everything. Um, love it when Joe Scully does a proud speech. So good. Um, and then her and Connor have the kind of the final night kind of thing. They sneak out during the night uh, with some sleeping bags. 
and Lynn kind of spots him, and Joe gets up as well, but Lynn kind of sees what's going on, lets him do it, lets him sneak out, and ushers Joe back to bed. JK missed that um, bit, obviously, there by the look on his face. <laughs> then, um, so Connor and Michelle go, and he goes to the bandstand at Lasseter's Lake, of course they do, that's where you have a nice sleepover. And they're all cosy, and it's the kind of, I'll miss you, no, it's only a year, blah, 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 all that bullshit. Um, it's the end for them because nothing lasts a year. Let's be honest. That won't that, that you know, it's not like they can zoom like us can, like Tim had to move away. It's not the same as that. <laughs> um, and I think this is the only no, because she's going tomorrow. The only thing that might bring her back a little bit quicker is did they shag? <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Oh, I don't know. They hadn't they had the sleeping bags. But that might bring her back if, ooh, she's got herpes. Teenage pregnancy storyline. Possibly, I don't know. I don't want that for him because I want her to just go off and live a life and have a lovely time in New York. If not that, do you think Connor's really got much more to give to the show? I think he could. If Stu's dead, Connor could go into like that house and kind of do, kind of get on with Toady for a bit because we had Lance. We had Joel, we had Stu. Connor's kind of not attached really, although he's kind of been taken by the Scullies. We also had Nick Atkins. Don't know who you're talking about. (laughs) Sorry, Tim. Fucking hell. Gets louder. Every week I just put it a little bit louder. Just for you, Tim. Ah, well... Who is the ego at this point? You. Who <laughs> is the ego on neighbours at this point? Because Darcy almost kind of takes a bit of a backstory back here to somebody else who's a dick swinging around. But he, a slimy cunt. I don't. Mm, I'm not into this guy. He's fucking awful. He's bad. But you're supposed to hate him, so maybe that's good. Mm. So we'll talk about Darcy first. He takes Chloe out to a disco because they're celebrating with Flick because. They've just got. They've just give Flick a trip to New York for nothing, and Chloe's like, "Oh, all these young people around." And Darcy's like, "Ah, oh, you, you know, I bet you, you're young. You can still go. You might not be good as you once was, but you're as good once as you ever was." Fucking <laughs> <laughs> go with it. That was okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "I bet," and she's like, "Yeah, but I won't be able to go to disco." And he's like, "Let's fucking go to a disco." Well, she says in her time, she she was in like the Viper Room. Studio 51, whatever, whatever it's called. She was, she used to, what did she do? She was hanging out with Jagger or something. Yeah, wife. yeah she chats a load of shit. She proper name drops a load of people and then she goes, fuck it, let's go disco dancing. I'm really upset we didn't get any scenes disco dancing. I, I would have had a montage of them getting just like pissed up in like a, a CD club of some kind, you know, spinning the wheel, getting cheap drinks, dancing around. Darcy gets caught up in an impromptu dance-off with some young street kids and he somehow beats them. It'd be brilliant, but injures himself at the same time. So I, I would have gone for that. Yeah, that'd have been a whole great... Just like in all his, his own little episode. Just, just pissed little... on some aftershave. <laughs> but we do get the next morning, the back at the cafe, and like, fucking great night last night. Remember when I did that dance-off? Fucking brilliant. And... Um, and everything seems to be going great about a foot. Chloe is nailing a big hangover breakfast at this stage as well, which I thought was good. She's just like one of us now. 
She's just nailing a breakfast because she was yeah. so pissed the night before on too many blue wickets. Yeah, so she's just fucking nailing a full English. Yeah, yeah, the great night and everything's going great. But then she gets a phone call and it's John, her ex-husband, or soon to be ex-husband, and he wants to meet to talk. Uh, so she does meet and talk, and she wants to end things. She does both, Tim. Yeah. She wants to end things with him, but he doesn't. He wants to try again. He begs her to come back to him. Question. If a soon-to-be ex-husband or wife asks you to meet for a talk, what are you thinking straight away? Go. There's only one person who can answer that question. Go. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It it depends if you're shagging someone else or not. (laughs) So in this case, in this case, (laughs) Chloe is. Go. So in that situation, she's like, oh, fuck, I don't, it's just a talk. Uh, but if she wasn't shagging Darcy, it probably wouldn't be a talk. Because you'd be trying to shag that person again. Yeah. That's, exactly, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's how it would go. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Oh, I feel like our, all, all of our many, many listeners miss out on the look on his face sometimes. <laughs> what an insight, though. It's true, though. It's absolutely true. Any divorcees out there, just let us know on the socials. <laughs> Probably plenty. <laughs> Probably plenty. Um, yeah, so he wants to try again, and Chloe's unsure. She's like, oh, fucking hell, you know. She's changed years. the Disney password and everything by this stage. <laughs> it's 40 years of marriage. I don't want to give all that up. We've got a whole business together. We've built a whole legacy together. She's got a proper got... nice gaff, Tim. Yeah, he's a proper fucking nice gaff. <laughs> Uh, so Darcy's like well what does that mean for me and Chloe can't really give him the answer so he goes for a beer with Toadie because they're sometimes mates uh, gets really pissed falls asleep on his couch starts snoring which is quite funny and then they have to get him off the couch uh, next morning Jordan comes round we've met Jordan previously Chloe's daughter she's smoking hot by the way Tim and not a child she seems like she's been horrible to Darcy this whole time. But then when Chloe's there, she's like, oh, she's quite forgiving and she's quite nice. And you know, Darcy's like, oh, this is great. You know, the kids are accepting of me. Maybe things are back on with me and Chloe. Maybe this could be it. Chloe has to go off because she gets a phone call and she runs like a multi-billion pound company. And then the second she walks away, she turns around and goes, I fucking hate you. Basically what Summer says to Max in the, uh, in the coffee shop as well. I fucking hate you and you are never shagging my mum again. So. Will he get to shag Chloe again? Will he just have to? Will he have to go through the door first? Oh, what? That doesn't sound good. <laughs> well, you know Chloe comes back, right? And they meet again, and he's and nope, no, don't let me down. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't watched the last episode. I don't think you've watched it either. That or you're a fucking idiot. I might have watched it, but I might not have paid attention. She comes back. Movie. She comes to meet him. He's at the hospital doing some work. Because he's like, she says, oh, I don't know what to do. Um, I've, I've got a lot to think about, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, shit, okay, fucking hell, this is a bit rubbish. I'm Darcy, and I feel like shit here. She comes back to meet him, probably the next episode, and goes, yeah, I went and met John. Don't fancy any more, fancy him anymore. Can't quite like shagging you. Fancy carrying on with that? And he goes, fucking hell, yeah, all right. Oh, that's nice. The end. You didn't watch the fifth episode? No. I must have, because I saw the Stu and Flick thing. I could have yeah, thought... That's true, that's the end of the fifth episode. Yeah, I might have fallen asleep. <laughs> no, <I'm> <laughs> that could have happened. There's usually, if I put a film on a TV, there's usually about ten minutes of something I don't quite remember. Honestly, uh, I'm a lot like that with this podcast. 
Wow. <laughs> you don't listen, Tim. Fucking don't hell. worry. It's the bits when I'm speaking that I fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> so, thing, so you're kind of wrapping it up there on the ego, and I know you like to usually finish on the ego. I think there's at least three other storylines here that you haven't even touched on. <laughs> yeah, there are, there's Adam's, Adam's quick fire final of the of the episodes come on because okay this is this isn't a quick fire i'll do a little bit of quick fire after this but i want to get tim's thoughts because he did allude to it earlier cookie tim what are your thoughts on cookie because this is the other kind of big storyline that was probably going on during these episodes these five episodes that we watched anymore would be fucking mental remind me who the fuck cookie is because cookie is the guy who's the heart surgeon oh right cunt that just tim thoughts don't like his dialogue i think he's a crap actor Again, right, Tim, this is not a critique of performances, um, and you've got to remember this is Neighbours. So think about the character himself, thoughts. It's really difficult to to see beyond the awful creation of the character because there's nothing there. He's a horrible sex pest, Tim, who uses power to abuse women. JK, what are your thoughts? (laughs) (laughs) Well, do you know what? So... Cookie has left uh, has lent the the keys to his beach house. He's like, you and Tony go to the beach house. I don't need it this weekend. Um, and she's like, oh, fine, that's fucking great. That's really kind of you. Thank you very much. Then she falls into him in the fakest fucking fall I've ever seen in my True. life. That, hey, who's was... judging the acting now? Because for... no, only, it, I, only it was pathetic. Only it was the pathetic. other nurse thought so, that was fake. So who is that other fuck... nurse as well? That other nurse I've never seen before. Let's have her on. Let's have her on. She got a line. Let's have her on. Uh, I'll, I'll speak to her agent. <laughs> there's a part of me that goes, well, maybe, like, that was obviously fucking fake. Yeah. But there's part, I mean, Cookie's probably thinking he is in there. He's like, well, she's just done that on purpose. This is, I love, I love getting into the mind of someone who's thinks the same. <laughs> no, I'm not saying what he does is... Your, your law. I can understand how okay. he thinks I've got a chance here. Like he completely fucking ruins it later on. Because I think they I think they are playing the question, does D want him at this point? Is does she actually like him or not? And yeah, I think they play with that. I think they play with that for a good episode until he actually makes a move on her. When he te- when he tells her he's tired of the game. Yeah, but the the way he does it though, it, it's almost I would have preferred that scene to end with her going <laughs> Fuck off! Like, like he's all—he's trying to be all serious about like the games must stop now. Let's shag, and she's like, "No, nah, mate, that's gross." Tim, question. Obviously, you, you you do that. You kind of look at the acting a little bit more and like all that kind of stuff. And you, a lot of the time, we think not realistic. That would never happen in real life. You both know where this is going. <laughs> Can you imagine, though, Tim? Anyone in real life that we both maybe know <laughs> saying something a little bit, not word for word, but along the same lines. Can you imagine it? If he'd have said, let's stop playing the games, darling, <laughs> then it it's all making sense then because it, then it fits the character. If, for example, it was in like the office of a TGI Fridays, then it's... Or all other establishment. <laughs> <laughs> there are there are other mediocre restaurant chains out there as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
You're supposed to hate cookie though, aren't you? I think it is good. And I think it's almost like this this is kind of what Darcy used to be. Or like in his most evolved form, that is what Darcy would be. He'd have a roll net jumper. He'd be mint at his job, but an horrible, seedy bastard. Um, we had the massage last week. This time he proper goes in for it. The games are over. Let's shag and all that kind of stuff. It's horrible. Um, she is in a bit of two minds. She's like, I want to, I'm going to call HR or whatever the fuck it is. I don't know. Um, JK, you'll probably know. <laughs> um, but in the end, she decides not to. And she kind of says, if it happens again, I will be doing. She kind of pusses out a little bit. Um, she doesn't tell Toadie. Toadie's like, something's wrong with you. What's wrong with you? We've done this before with Dee, where she's not owned up straight away for someone coming onto her. Um, so we're kind of rehashing that a little bit, which is a bit weak. But she doesn't tell Toadie. She doesn't ring up authorities or whatever. She just kind of sits on it and says, if it happens again, do we think it's going to happen again? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but there's a crucial thing that has to happen in this story, and you're both going to fucking judge me for saying this because it's gross. This is not something I want to happen to anyone. Check the timestamp or the Tim stamp whenever Tim (laughs) says something shit. (laughs) It's not so inappropriate. I just think I don't want her to be enticed and to be like, oh, maybe I want this a little bit. I want her to not want this and to for like, he's just gross and he's making her uncomfortable and like he kind of puts professional pressure on her and all that shit. Don't want it to go violent and all that shit. That's not what I'm saying. But we've had the storyline where like the girl looks up to this like professional elder person. It's been done. And he's just fucking horrible. I'm not going to believe it. Well, he's not going to be there long term, I imagine, because he's not in the credits. And he's, no. just, a, and he's just a bastard. So He's not I... in the credits because he looks shit in a bathing suit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair point. Um, I, I don't think it'll be in the next five, but I do think it'll be in the five after that where he will no longer be on the show because he'll have tried it on again and she'll have gone, no, not having it. I think I, I'm going to up you on that one because what he says to her at the end is like, listen, D, it's your word against mine. You're fucking D. I'm fucking cookie. Who do you think they're going to believe? And he's yeah. going to, I think he's going to I mean, there is another episode after that one, but yeah, you are right. She does say that. <laughs> but one thing is that he's, he's kind of getting off on the power trip of it. It's like, oh, yeah. yeah, it doesn't, I can do what I want. There's no consequences to what I do. Yeah. yeah. And he's going to really push that envelope. And it's going to end in maybe a trap, some sort of trap, where he'll get publicly outed, humiliated. Good shout. I think think Darcy's going to have to help D. Well, I think that's a good shout. Yeah, I'll go with that. Because the best fucking relationship in this show, fuck you, Kylie and Jason's. Fuck Toadie and D. Fuck... Harold and Madge, Carl and Susan, the best fucking relation, the most, the best relationship. Fifth one, go on. show is Darcy and Dee. They are, they are the best fucking relationship in this show. They have got, they are, think about all the times their characters are intertwined and the shit that goes on with them too. Occasionally, yeah, sometimes with everything else that's going on, yeah. I, I'm concerned that you have an actual relationship in real life with someone you're married to and you think that that is the sign of a good relationship, that's... I don't think it's a good relationship. I think it's the best one. It's the most (laughs) interesting one. And I think... most entertaining. And I think those two people, as much as they... Right. 
Okay. Don't this like it. Why, this is why you like it the best. Because <laughs> I'm going to come out and say it. <laughs> I, I know where you're going with this as well. <laughs> D is smoking hot. <laughs> you think you're Darcy Tyler. <laughs> In your mind, you and D are an item. <laughs> and that is why it is your favorite relationship on the show. I mean, Harold and Harold and Lou is brilliant. Susan and Carl, brilliant. Joe and Lynn, brilliant. OG Summer and everyone else, brilliant. <laughs> You've gone for two characters that occasionally talk <laughs> and occasionally are booked on the same five episodes. Um, I'm, you I are a cartoon that. of yourself, my friend. <laughs> I stand by that statement. Uh, funnily enough, though, Madeline West isn't uh, answering my calls back either. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I, she's she's got her own problems at the moment, bless her. <laughs> but she's welcome to come on any time and talk about them. Anytime. Anytime. Oh, she can talk about the next five episodes of Neighbours which we are going to watch next time out. Ah, you know what? I really enjoyed these five, and I can't wait for the next five. Yeah, me too. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't watch any more than five, though. That would be too much fun. Mental. I think too much story. I mean, I fell asleep in the fifth episode, so I definitely wouldn't check more than five. You know what else? Didn't talk about OG Summer getting invited to a fashion show with that's a daughter and mum um, thing and she hasn't oh, got yeah, a ball. Didn't, didn't, didn't talk about that at all. She's asked Steph to do it, Tim. It was really heartfelt and lovely and it kind of brought Max and Steph closer together. Awesome. We haven't seen it yet. Hopefully in the next five episodes we will. We will. Uh, proper emotional kind of times. We also didn't talk about the um, fantastic debut of Jack Scully, um, which happened in these episodes. Um, the other Scully child, professional footballer. They even talked about what football team he plays for. It's completely made up. Uh, it's not the Premier League. It's like second division or something, but he still knows David Beckham. He he turns up. Um, he's part of the Scully clan now and part of the uh, Ramsey Street people. Definitely not uh, we didn't talk about it. I think it was probably in the fifth episode, but fuck it. Let me... See you next week, everyone. Bye.